you don't have the power to affirm anything in the future. I'm going to say it once again for the people in the back. You don't have the power to affirm anything in the future. Why? Because you can't even affirm if you're going to be there. Did I touch a nerve? You can't even affirm if you're going to be there. So how are you going to tell me what you're going to be in the future? A month from now, a year from now, five months from now. But you can affirm what you did and what you're doing. And the more you work in this space, your reality will manifest and will be given unto you according to God's will for you. Are you doing affirmations wrong for financial success? This idea came to me after speaking with another Christian financial advisor. We were just talking about what we were doing, what was working, what wasn't, and it hit me. I think many people are doing financial affirmations wrong, believer and non-believer the same. The Bible is very clear about what happens when we ask. It says in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Ask and it will be given unto you. Seek and you will find. Knock and it will be opened to you. I was listening to James Thomas from A Christ-Centered Life, and he was talking about works. He has a broadcast every Monday through Friday, and he is on the subject of exceptional faith. And I looked up the definition of faith, and it reads, strong belief in God or in the doctrine of religion based on spiritual apprehension rather than proof. So, with faith, there is no proof. See, faith is the gap between what you do and what God can do for you. And the more work that you do, the smaller that gap becomes. It says in James chapter 2, verse 22, when talking about Abraham before he sacrifices Isaac, it says, you see that faith was working with his what? Works. And as a result of the works, his faith was perfected. Now imagine, you're on one side of a, a mile-long river, and God is on that other side. And every time you perform a work, that gap closes. And we all believe that when you make one step toward God, He takes two towards you. So now, this gap, a mile long, is now half a mile. And if you do more work, it's a quarter mile. And you'll keep working and working, and soon, you almost can step over the river. See, how much faith do you need to get to the other side at this point? Little to none. You could pretty much jump over to the other side. This is why I think affirmations, especially financial ones, and sometimes prayer, are not performed correctly. See, remember the Lord's Prayer where He teaches us to pray. And He says, And forgive us our trespasses, and we forgive those who trespass against us. See, Jesus is asking God to forgive because he has first put in the work to forgive those who have already trespassed against him. He didn't say, if you forgive my trespasses, then I'm going to forgive them. So what does this have to do with financial affirmations? Well, first, let's read what an affirmation is. It's the action, the works, 
or process of affirming something or being affirmed. When we speak affirmations, none of the things that we are talking about is affirmed. I'm going to say that again. When we speak these affirmations, none of the things we are talking about is actually affirmed. None of it. We are imagining what we want and we're basically lying to ourselves. It says in James chapter 4 verse 3, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasure. Sound familiar? I want a big house so I can live great. I want a lot of money so I can go on vacation. I want to make millions and millions of dollars so I can do what I want. That's what James is saying. It goes on in James chapter 4, verse 13 through 16. It kind of clarifies some things. It says, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Did you catch that? If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. That is the affirmation part. We are going to live this way now as we speak and God is going to take care of the future. The Bible tells you what is beyond your power. You can only affirm what you are doing today, right now, and that is where your true power lies. See, let God take care of the future. You can set goals, you can have a focus, you can do all of that. You can have a business plan, financial plan, and all that is great. I love financial plans, you all know I am biased. But first, we must be able to affirm our behaviors and our mindsets today. See, when you speak these affirmations with the end goal in mind, you say, Lord, I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going for a walk. I'm eating healthy. And with my faith, I believe you will guide me to good health. Or Lord, I'm saving my money. I sought counsel. I understand where I am. I know where I want to go. And I am staying disciplined and focused on getting out of debt. Or Lord, I have been working with my children to pass on my legacy. I had a family meeting and it's going well. I believe these conversations are meaningful and I pray that you continue to guide me. See, affirmations of your works. See, when you affirm your works, your faith is already confirmed. See, James said it. It is through your works that your faith is perfected. It didn't say by your faith, your works will be perfected. It didn't say, well, if I have faith, God is going to guide me in the right path. No, you're going to do your works first. And you're going to have faith that God leads you on the right path. Some of us have it backwards. So why does he say this? Because even if you have all the faith in the world, if you don't do anything, if you don't work, it's meaningless. James says it. We all know the verse. Faith without works is dead. See, you can look it up for yourself if you want. So when you're making these affirmations, confirm statements that you know are true. See, when you do this, you involve your emotions and your spirit into it. And once again, that is where your power is. 
See, you can't feel what it's like to be a millionaire yet or a multimillionaire or have three or four properties. You don't know what that feels like. So how can you affirm that emotion in that situation if you don't know what it feels like? But you do know how it feels to affirm that you're saving, to affirm that you sought counsel, to affirm that your bank account is growing, to affirm that your children love you, to affirm that you are putting in work. You know what that satisfaction feels like and that is what's going to drive you to continue your journey. That is the gas that fills up your car so you can go further. You can't have faith that your car is going to make it 100 miles. You have to put the gas in there and that gas is the emotion and that confirmation, the affirmation that you're on the right path. See, when you do this, you involve your emotions and your spirit into it. And once again, this is where your power is. So I said all this to say this. You don't have the power to affirm anything in the future. I'm going to say it once again for the people in the back. You don't have the power to affirm anything in the future. Why? Because you can't even affirm if you're going to be there. Did I touch a nerve? You can't even affirm if you're going to be there. So how are you going to tell me what you're going to be in the future? A month from now, a year from now, five months from now. But you can affirm what you did and what you're doing. And the more you work in this space, your reality will manifest and will be given unto you according to God's will for you when God wants it for you. We're working on God's timing here. So the next time you say your positive affirmations, your positive financial affirmations, I want you to stop wasting your energy on living in a fantasy land and get back to reality and focus on your works that will get you to that reality. Write down your goals. That's great. Write down where you want to be. That's awesome. But before you start speaking, James talks about this all the time. He talks about the power of words. Before you fix your lips to talk about something you have no control over, I want you to stop and I want you to let go and I want you to let God. And I want you to focus on the works that you're doing today. Because if you take care of the steps, the journey, it takes care of itself. I may be Ridgeway. I'll see you on the other side of your blessing.